1: Welcome to the Capital Club Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Excelsior Capital, an investment platform focused on democratizing private equity by providing individuals access to direct opportunities. To learn more about the firm in the Capital Club community, visit our website at www.excelsiorgp.com and connect with Brian on LinkedIn.
0: Welcome back to the Capital Club Podcast. Today, I'm kicking off a new series that I'm calling questions that LPs, limited partners investors should ask, but don't. And so the thought here is we all know kind of the usual standard operating procedure questions that investors ask as part of their diligence, right? At least within our network, we have very sophisticated investors and so they know how to look at Underwriting assumptions, ask about a real estate investment, the business plan. But there are questions that I'm always amazed don't get asked. And it's almost like, as part of my pitch, I have to bring them up to encourage them to to go there. And I've got a good perspective here because obviously I've got the acumen as a general partner, as a sponsor that's pitched a lot of people over the course of 11 years. And so I've heard every question under the sun, but also on the other side, as a member of a family office, who's diligenced a number of funds and investments and, and one-off deals, I've been in the room with some people that have been doing that for a long time and always intrigued by the questions that they ask, which are always a little bit different, right? So I thought it'd be a little fun to use chat GPT here. And I kind of kick this off by asking, Chat, uh, GPT, what questions should people ask before investing in commercial real estate? And it came out with, and I'll just kind of reel these off, but what is the purpose of the investment? What is the current state of the local real estate market? What is the condition of the property? Zoning laws, regulations, risk reward, financing, property management, income expenses, exit strategy, investment strategy. They're all good questions, right? And it kind of covers the waterfront in terms of what you would think AI would ask for. But they are very predictable, right? And that's kind of my point here is people tend to ask the same 10 questions. But I think the real magic is in asking the questions that people don't often ask and that nobody else does. So for this edition and others, I don't know how many we're going to do in the series, but I've got a couple of these up my sleeve we'll address some of these. And hopefully it's a way to open up your eyes to other areas that you should investigate when looking at a deal and also give you a sense of what GPs and sponsors actually are You know, bringing their A game when it comes to addressing some of these in their pitch or their presentation or that they're ready to answer when you ask them. So the first one I'm going to go into really dovetails nicely with the chat GPT area because it has to do with technology. So the question that investors don't ask, but should, one of the first ones I'm going to get to is, what does your tech stack look like? And I know for, for real estate people, it may seem like a bit of a silly question, because what does it have to do with industrial flex property in Tallahassee, Florida? But I'll be honest, you know I'm amazed by how infrequently I'm asked about how our own firm leverages technology. And kind of like I said earlier, I often have to try to bolt this on to the pitch or bring it up at the end, You know, investors ask something like, well, what am I not asking that I should ask? And that's usually where I'll bring in the technology component because we're really proud of it. We put a lot of time and energy and money into it, and it will really impact your experience as an investor. And it's really become very critical to our overall operations.
1: Does the current market environment have you reevaluating your investment strategy? There may be alternative opportunities you have yet to consider to safeguard your portfolio. We've created an exclusive guide for Capital Club listeners, featuring the top alternative investments to consider when strategizing for inflation. Download it today at excelsiorgp.com download to learn how you can protect your portfolio, diversify your assets, and take advantage of tax benefits in today's market. That's excelsiorgp.com download.
0: So obviously we've got calls and meetings that we do with investors and and those are great. They're not very efficient. And honestly, in today's marketplace, a lot of investors don't necessarily want to do that, right? They they're very guarded with their time, which I completely understand and, and I'm an advocate for. So we've got kind of a number of things in the platform within our tech stack that we use for communication, reporting, transparency, investor relations for investors The first one that I'll touch on is Juniper Square. So that's our kind of all-in-one database. You can review offering materials, complete subscription documents, track your current investments, upcoming distributions, update your financial information, and access documents related to the investments in a very secure manner. So your K-1s will go through there. If you want to change the ACH information or content information for yourself, it can all be done that way. And it's 24-7, 365. Once you invest with us, that will be the primary way that you can communicate with us and that you receive communications. And it's not expensive. Juniper Square is considered best in breed. It has a lot of bells and whistles. It does a great job. We go to market every year to make sure that it's still best in breed. We think that it is. And it really has made a, a big difference It was one of the first things I did when I launched Excelsior Capital five years ago was go to the market and find the best investor relations platform software that I could find. And Juniper was and still is, I think, best in class. The other one I'll touch on is HubSpot. You may think, okay, well, why would an investor care about what my CRM is? Well, we're sending a lot of emails. We're sending a lot of communication, a lot of information. And I'm not talking just about any particular investment or deal. This has to do with our newsletters, our thought pieces, webinars, networking opportunities. I mean, all of these kind of value add components beyond just a particular investment that are really key and crucial to what the overall experience that investor will be with Excelsior Capital. And you know, we've migrated up to HubSpot. We started with nothing, and then we had kind of a clunky, short term you know pretty cheap version and then once we've gotten more sophisticated and grown and scaled we've went to hubspot about a year ago and it has a lot of firepower probably more horsepower than we need honestly but when you're dealing with how you present yourself to investors i don't think you know it pays to be cheap for there and honestly if i was an lp Part of the value proposition to being associated with a, with a certain GP or sponsor group are some of the opportunities beyond just the deals, right? So meeting other like-minded investors, finding about other investment opportunities, getting connected with other GPs and sponsors, all those other things. You know, The CRM is a really big component of that. And then I would highlight sales message, which is a, a texting service that notifies investors when their distribution hits their bank account or a new deal is available. Again, it seems kind of silly. Like why would as a potential investor, why would I care about how deals are delivered? But when you really think about it, we get so many emails, we get a lot of phone calls, not everybody digests information the same way. And you know, part of the rationale there is when we have a distribution, we send out monthly distributions, seeing that text notification, like, you know, Hey, Susan, Hey, Bill, your ACH just hits the 15th of the month. It's distribution day. Check it out. It's part marketing. And it's also just part communication and investor relations, right? It gives people that satisfaction. Okay, the deal is working. Money is being produced. Distributions are being made. I'm thankful that this is in my account now. It's these small things, right? That you could be on the golf course. You could be traveling and you get that ping. It just makes you feel... Good, right? And it's a very nice soft touch for us. And so that's been really popular for people, and especially on the deal side, not everyone wants to go through an email or a phone call. They want to just be able to look it out on their phone. and so we've accommodated them by using this sales message. So you know, these are just some of the ways that we try to up our game in that level and, and leverage technology and third party and automations to make everything more smooth and efficient. And I'll tell you, you know, when your K one doesn't get uploaded securely, or when distributions don't go correctly, or you know, when there's crisis communication, when something's wrong is happening with the property, or there's a there's been an incident, you'll be very thankful that that GP sponsor has really good technology because it will be the primary means of communication. So it does make a really big difference, and it is something that you should ask about. So stay tuned for more. I'll send this out as a newsletter and a LinkedIn post. I'll be doing more in this series. So keep an ear out for other questions that investors don't ask, but should. And I hope you all have a great weekend. Thank you as always for listening and take care.
1: Thank you for joining us for today's episode of The Capital Club. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please like, rate, or leave us a review. And stay tuned for our next episode coming soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Gigi Palmer.